Hey, Jen, want to talk about chore play? Does this mean that you're finally going to take out the trash? Great! Today we're going to talk about trading housework for sexy time. Let's do it. Welcome to the Intimate Covenant Podcast, where we believe the Bible and great married sex both belong on your kitchen table. That's right, we're talking about holy, covenant-bound, intimate relationships with hot sex. We're Matt and Jen, founders of Intimate Covenant. We offer biblical teaching and resources to help married couples achieve a fuller relationship and an extraordinary sex life. For more information, visit our website, intimatecovenant.com. Welcome, friends. Welcome. Episode 75. 75. Feels like some kind of important milestone. I'm not sure how big of a deal that is, but... Uh, we, it just we feels did, like an important number. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> whatever. It's a multiple of 25, so whatever that go. means. <laughs> um, we, we did publish 52 episodes last season. Hey, uh, I was high five. High five. Yeah. <laughs> I, we were, I was uh, given an email uh, update from our podcast host and uh, letting us know about some of the milestones of the past year. One of those milestones, of course, we did publish 52 episodes, which makes sense because there's 52 weeks, weeks in and a we year. do this every single week without fail. <laughs> Interestingly, though, um, they also sent us an update that uh, of our three most popular episodes that we published last year. Yeah, that uh, was fun to see. Based on the you know the downloads that that occurred. Um, so, are are you interested? Right. Yeah. What okay. are they? <laughs> Here's uh, beginning uh, with our most popular episode was number twenty eight. Uh, which is titled Exploring Fantasy, Arousal, Sex Furniture, and More. I'm going to guess that title alone grabbed some listeners. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Good good possibility. Uh, episode 45 was our second most popular. Um, that one was titled Using Masturbation to Deal with Sexual Desire Differences. Um, yeah. Also an, an arousing title, so to speak. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. And then uh, episode 32 was our third most popular uh, download last year, uh, titled That's Just Gross. I mean, I just think that title alone is is definitely click-worthy, right? I, I, I would think so. And of course, that, that episode was all about uh, getting over some some that disgust uh, mechanism. But yeah. anyway, just That's thought that was interesting. That's what y'all are listening I, to. It's, it's interesting to know what people are downloading and what they... Yeah. What they like to and if, if you haven't heard those episodes, maybe that's your opportunity to go back and right. listen to what everybody else thought was uh, worth downloading. So right. anyway. Right. All right. So here we are, episode 75. Before we get started, do want to give a disclaimer that today we are having some home repair being done. Um, so you will probably be hearing some additional banging noises in the background. Yeah. And ironically, given that we're talking <laughs> about short play, it's home repair not being done by me. Yeah. <laughs> Right. We've actually hired people to do this work. And uh, unfortunately, today was the only day we could record this show. And it's they're they're busy working. So as they say, the show must go on. The show must go on. If only they knew what we were talking about in here. Yes. Well, excuse the background noise (laughs) um, as we go forward. But as we mentioned in the intro, we are going to be talking about chore play. Yeah. So that's an interesting word that we stumbled across. What, what does chore play mean, Matt? So I, I think most of you are probably even familiar with this um, concept, and you might even be familiar with this um, this term, uh, but chore play is the act of doing chores around the house 
in an effort to win sexual favors from your wife. Yeah, we did a little digging and found out that this term was coined in a tweet in 2018. Uh, The tweet read, helping with housework so you can get laid is called chore play. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, interesting, and I love the play on words. Um, you know, any sexual innuendo is uh, something that that can be found funny, and 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 I think there's some truth to this idea of chore play, and I, we do want to get into that a little bit. But you guys are all familiar with these memes. Yes, you've seen the memes of the husband striking a kind of sexy pose while he's doing dishes, and the wife maybe sitting on the counter with. An even sexier pose. Yes, right. While I mean, she's getting turned yes. on by watching him do the dishes, or right? mopping the floors, or you know, putting the kids to bed, or whatever it is. But right. um, we we've in, in looking through this, and we've seen some of these before. Of course, I know you have too. But just they're they're just funny. Um, some of these memes where that say things like uh, "Get them floors mopped and the panties dropped." Oh mercy! <laughs> <laughs> or gals make passes at guys who wash glasses. There you go. We're familiar, of course, also with the "Hey girl" Ryan Gosling memes, which all kind of hint at the same idea too. So it's definitely out there in the meme world. Yes, yes. So, so what uh, does it exactly mean? Is chore play a thing? Is it okay? Is it not okay? We're going to dive into that Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a thing. I mean, it's definitely out there. And there's definitely this mindset of uh, doing household chores in order to get your wife more in the, you know, a sexy mood. Uh, But I I do want to say I think there are some pros and cons to consider before you just fully embrace and adopt this mentality in your own relationship. Right, because Uh, this mentality, the underlining... Um, premise of this mentality is that sex should be a transactional relationship. Um, that's kind of what's laying underneath this, an, yeah. an if-then mentality. So that, that's a that's a place for some caution, and, and we want to get into that in a little bit. But first, let's just talk about some of the benefits of chore play, and uh, I think the truth where this idea is originating. Right. There is some element of truth. It's why it it's why we laugh at those memes, yes. right? It's why <laughs> they're it, not funny unless they have some element of it, truth. It, it That's strikes exactly us. right. That's right. So so first let's kind of consider are there some benefits of chore play? And I think like you're saying, Matt, yes, there are. Because for for a wife, knowing that her husband is engaged and connected to their everyday life mm-hmm. and maybe even more specifically to what she needs to have happen within the realm of the home, um, no, knowing that he's there, he's connected, he's doing that, that that can be and is a turn on for her. Um, because I think this, really the heart of this is seeing him take initiative without being begged or nagged. That's right. really the the heart of chore play is not she wore him down with her <laughs> nagging so much that he's standing at the kitchen sure. sink with a bad attitude doing dishes. Uh, no, the, the chore play right. is he is just doing the dishes. Um, so it's it's seeing that initiative. Yeah, oh, this gets, I mean, and this goes to some of just our basic psychology that we want those that we love, we want them to want us. Mm-hmm. We want to see them take initiative to uh, 
to help us, to uh, engage us. Right. We, we want to see them make a step towards us in, in, in that direction. And being, being connected to right. us. We exactly. want to know we're not alone. That, that we're connected with one another. I think this also really speaks for a wife whose acts of service is her love language. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, you know, can really speak to that. You know, she she maybe expresses her love by doing things for him. Sure. And so when she sees that reciprocated, there very much can be a, a place that that taps into her um Desire oh, for yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, especially husbands, if you if this describes your wife, if she is someone who expresses her love by by doing things for you in a in a service kind of way, if, if she is defined herself as someone who is fulfilled by acts of service, you're going to get a lot further by to her by doing things for her <laughs> than walking up and slapping her behind. I was just thinking, <laughs> there's a big difference between walking into the kitchen. So that you can grab her hiney while she's doing the dishes or giving her a little hip check out of the way and saying, I'm doing the dishes tonight. There's a big difference for an acts of service uh, wife. Yes, exactly. And I think this all kind of ties into this idea that we've talked about before, that all of the realms of intimacy are connected. Yes. So doing the chores and getting the household daily items off the off the to-do list, those are all have to do with mental intimacy and sharing in, in that mental intimacy. In other words, rather than just sitting back and watching her do that, if you take initiative to join her in that and to be engaged with her as she does that, even if, I mean, sometimes just having a conversation with her while she does the dishes um, mm-hmm. goes a long way. That's still sharing in that mental intimacy rather than just stepping back and being disengaged. But as you fill her up in this way of, uh, in this mental intimacy, she's so much more likely than to be able to engage emotionally and to be able to engage sexually with you mm-hmm. uh, if she's being filled up in other ways. Right, right. And I think that... Exactly. That's the message we have been speaking all along, that you have to see that your sex life is not, it doesn't exist in a little bubble. It is all connected. it's all connected. And you have to recognize that. And and really the converse is also true, right? I mean, if she is engaging sexually um, for a husband whose primary love language is, you know, physical, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. then when he sees her seeking to engage physically, he's going to be more likely to engage emotionally and mentally. Sure. This is how all of these realms work together. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's because God designed it that way. I think uh, he made us different. He made us complementary in that, in that way that our, our, even our personality types, but our psychological needs are also complementary in that way. Uh, but I mean, at the end of the day, we also all have to recognize that just because we individually are fulfilling our obligation of service to our spouse, it doesn't mean that there are any guarantees that our spouse is going to reciprocate. Right. Now, should they? Perhaps. But there's certainly no guarantees that that's going to be the case. And so um, that's sometimes where the rub can be. But we'll, let's let's get into that a little bit later. Uh, I, I think also demonstrating and the truth behind this idea of chore play is that we all know that stress is a primary libido killer. It's like the number one thing that kills libido for husbands or wives, um, to be honest. But 
we all know that stress is what kills libido. Right. So when a husband seeks to remove a stressor like dirty dishes yep. or putting uncooperative kids to bed, <laughs> that obviously is going to help improve a wife's mental space yeah. for sex. And on the surface, especially for a, a husband who may not just see this innately, on the surface, it doesn't look like those two things are at all connected. What does the dishes have to do with sex? Right. What does dishes have to do with my sexual desire? Yeah. But they, they are connected, again, because yeah. everything is connected. Right. Uh, and the, the main reason they're connected is because those are places of stress. Even right. if they don't, even if dishes don't stress you out. <laughs> right. You have to recognize yes. what it, it may mean one thing to you, but it probably means something different to your, your spouse. So, I mean, I, I don't even see dirty dishes. No, you do not. <laughs> this is an accurate statement. <laughs> but for... For a wife, then, when you're relieving that stress, when he's relieving that stress for you, it's like literally relaxing the brake. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've talked about it before. Um, You know, it's like you have an accelerator and you have a brake when it comes to your ability for sexual arousal. And so stress is a huge pushing on the brake. Well, makes sense that if you're letting off of that break a little bit, then that is the first step to improving your libido. Right, right. Um, it, now, the, the, I think, Matt, as I'm thinking about that, though, the, the real question, though, you know, the, the funny memes about chore play make it seem like this wife is ready to, um, how do we delicately say Jump this? his bones. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> That she is hot and bothered and completely aroused by the sight of a man doing dirty dishes. Now, that may be true for some marriages. I don't know that that's necessarily true for ours. Uh, I can unequivocally say that's not true <laughs> in our house. So I think really, the the there like we were saying, there's a little bit of truth to this, but really, is this that she's aroused by the sight of him doing dishes or that there's just less breaks? Yeah. Is is right. she actually turned on or is she just less likely to say no because the stress has been relieved yeah. or there's an opening, there's a sense of connection that right. then helps lead her. So, you know, I think it's helpful to kind of recognize the difference between the two. Yeah, and let's let's be honest with what's actually happening there. I mean, it, maybe for some of you uh, ladies it it just really gets you hot and bothered, but um I And that's okay. That's Yay great. For you. Good. I'm giving That's you great. A, That's a probably up. not the norm. That's probably <laughs> right. not the norm. You're right. It, it's more about I think it, that it just relieves some of the stressors and makes you more inclined to be able to get yourself into that mood. Right. But y- y- she is still responsible for putting her mind and her body in the right gear. Yeah. Sure. You know. But it. But right. It just kind of. Helps get her yeah, there, and a that's little bit. great. That's great. I mean, whatever it takes, and and every little bit helps certainly. Right. Um, so certainly not opposed to that if that's if that's helpful. Um, I th- I think there's also some truth that um, for especially for women, but I think it's true for men as well. But but watching your spouse be productive can be a turn on. Yeah. I mean the 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 chore play mentality is kind of primarily referring to a husband doing. Um, housework or or household duties so that he can get his wife to have sex with him. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's probably true that, that for men and women, when I see my wife doing her thing and being productive in her element, 
um, that's something that draws me closer to her emotionally. Right. Um, you know, whether it's necessarily a, a fully sexual turn on, I, I don't know that I could say that necessarily, but it is something that at least I find attractive. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that's it's where good. it has to start, right? Yes. I was going to say, I think it's really good that we kind of, um, dive into this in a sense of helping us better understand ourselves. Like what is opening, opening me up to the place that mm-hmm. I am turned on? There's a lot that goes on before oh, sure. that point uh, of uh, yeah. what I would call quote unquote being turned yeah, on. I mean, so, I've got to find my spouse physically and emotionally and, and relationally attractive right. before I can get myself turned on. So it's got to start there. I, right. I agree with you. And, and, and I think as a whole, it's a true statement to say that a, when a woman perceives productivity, she's more inclined to arousal. Sure. I, I, there's a sense when a woman recognizes that a man is, you know, working or actively doing, um, that's attractive right. to women. And we hear this not uncommonly from women that they are just insanely and innately frustrated by watching men just sit around and play video games mm-hmm. or watch sports or just sit around and be unproductive while he's scrolling on his phone. And, and it's not that those things are are bad right. in and of themselves, but there is something that happens when a woman perceives there is not productivity happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's on her to, to, to some recognize. Extent, some, sometimes relaxing for a couple hours makes a man more productive, yeah, right? So right. there's there's something to that. That said, uh, if she if it is her perception that he is lazy or that he is avoiding or procrastinating, um, that is incredibly frustrating to a woman and is a mm-hmm. place for resentment to build. Right, right. Because I think underlining all of this is that productivity touches on her basic need for security. Yes, I think that's so exactly right. a woman who sees a man that's not lazy, that's willing to do and work, that comes across to her as he will he will provide for me the security I'm looking for. He will take care of me. Right. I mean, it's a, this is a kind of a deeper topic about um, the, the innate need for women for security. But I think simply speaking, if he takes out the trash, then she perceives that he's more likely to be reliable enough uh, and that he's more uh, likely to to work hard enough to be able to pay the bills. Yeah, there's more to it it's than just, just the bag of trash. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's not just the trash. Right, because if she can be assured that all her needs are being met, then she's has more space to then tap into sexual arousal. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. So before we knock chore play, <laughs> I, I think we do want to acknowledge that there is some truth behind this and... Because of that truth, like we'll talk about maybe a little bit later, uh, because of that truth, there uh, is a way to use this to our advantage in our relationship. But after the break, we want to talk about what are some of the dangers of this chore play mentality. Uh, So let's explore that in just a minute. Hey, Matt, we have an exciting announcement to make. That's right. We want to announce the newest and biggest project for Intimate Covenant to date. As you know, we've been offering group Bible studies, weekend seminars, an annual marriage retreat, and of course, this weekly podcast. But the greatest benefit of what we do is bringing people together in community to continue the conversation about godly marriage and holy sexuality. So... 
We're launching Covenant Club. Covenant Club is our new online community for covenant-focused married couples. We will offer online community discussion forums, including a special wives-only section. These forums will be a space to ask sensitive questions, share ideas and recommendations, and offer encouragement to other married couples. We'll also be offering monthly group coaching sessions through live interactive webinars. We'll use these times to cover special topics and Q&A sessions. Through the Covenant Club, subscription members will also have exclusive access to printed audio and video resources. Covenant Club has been a goal for us for a long time, and we have lots of big plans as we grow this special community. We're just so excited to start making this vision a reality. We really want you to be a part of this community, and you can help make this happen in one of two ways. First, go to our website, intimatecovenant.com members. Don't worry, it's in the show notes. Click the button to sign up for the Covenant Club pre-launch. By signing up now, you'll get access to all of the Covenant Club features for the first three months after we launch in January of 2022. The other way that you can help is to donate to this ambitious project. The startup costs for this endeavor will be significant, but you can help us bring this community together in a really special way and reach so many more marriages with your generous donations. Any contribution will make a difference. Again, go to the website, intimatecovenant.com members, and scroll down to the bottom of the page to click the Donate button. Thanks for your support. We can't wait to see you and interact with you in this exciting new community for covenant lovers. Okay, so we're diving in deep to chore play. <laughs> we talked about where the truth of it is maybe coming from, where are the little nuggets of truth within this mentality. But now let's dig into what are some of the dangers of this mentality. And I think one of the biggest dangers to the idea of chore play is it is implying that a husband has no obligations within the home. Right. That right. doing chores is just this added little bonus that he's doing right. for her. It's not his so responsibility, he so he's just going to do her a favor mm-hmm. so that he can get a favor. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think just you know, just because a man, a husband traditionally, let's say, a husband traditionally punches out at 5 p.m., um, there, there is this sense that when he punches out of his, quote, real job, that he does, that that means he's done working for the day. Right. And... You know, I, I, the truth is that the home is the wife's realm of management. I agree. Whether she spends all day in that home or not, sure. it is her realm of management. I, I mean, I think scripture's that's what's, yeah, very I think scripture's clear about clear. that. Sure. But managing a home requires everyone cooperating and participating 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes. I mean, if you live there, you have an obligation to help take care of that home. Yes, I think that's absolutely. just a basic... You know, that's how you be a, a nice human. <laughs> it's <laughs> you take exactly. care of yes. the environment the you're living in. Basically, I mean, that's so basic, and we take that for granted sometimes. That there's, um, I think, classically and traditionally, a sense that the, a man is entitled 
for some reason, to just come home and do nothing while his wife takes care of all of his needs. Since she's, quote, not working or since she's, um, you know, quote, been there all day, uh, you know, it's her job to take care of all of the details. And I think that's just absolutely ludicrous. No, right. And and so I think that, you know, first, the danger of chore play mentality is that that implication that there are no obligations that he has within the home. Um, But I think the other danger of this is that it's treating sex as being transactional. Yes. Um, Th- it, this, I think, is really at the core of what bothers me a little bit by this mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, it, it implies that if, if the husband just does X, Y, Z, then he deserves sex. Like he is somehow entitled to sex because he has done this, quote, favor for his wife by, right. I mean, doing something that's basic and really his obligation as well but but right. it sets this sets up the the tone that is it that sex is transactional right like it's a this for that kind of um thing well and it implies then the converse of that that for a wife well if he doesn't do xyz then I'm justified to withhold sex. Mm, that's, yes. uh, I'm not obligated then to provide sex for him because after all, he didn't help with the kids. He didn't do the dishes. He didn't take out the trash. Therefore, yeah. he doesn't deserve the reward of sex. Mm, right. I, I, and I remember, I mean, t- this idea of sex being a reward, um, I, I remember talking about this in in one of the classes that we were doing. And some husband brought up the idea that, you know, he, he had previously uh, been guilty of counting dirty diapers. Yes. Like when he got to the certain number of dirty diapers, then he was um, somehow felt entitled to be able to have sex that night if he had just chipped in just enough to, to make the, you know, to make the mark. Right. Um, and doing one more dirty diaper than what he was obligated to do, you know, meant that he... Um, had gone above and beyond his husband duty. Yes. Thankfully, he recognized yes. the error of yes. his way within that. But, but I mean, that that's manipulation oh, on both absolutely. sides, and, right? And Whether you're the one counting um, in order to earn sex or you're the one counting in order to deny sex. Mm-hmm. That is what manipulation is. That's a, that's clearly, it's, a, it's the, the very definition. And it just denigrates the beauty of the sexual relationship to right. a, a this for that mentality instead of what it really ought to be, which is a, a place for building and promoting connection. Um, right. It's, it, it's like this bartering mentality, yes, right? That you're constantly yes. bartering in order to get your needs met. Um, and we this bleeds over, frankly, into emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy. I mean, you know, we're we, I think, have to be very careful that we've not let this become part of our marriage, that we barter with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have a nice long conversation with her, then I am entitled to sex. Right. If I give him right. sex, then I am entitled to having him listen to my conversation. Yeah, and this, you know? this I think, even has bled into, or maybe it comes from, even in the dating world, in the secular world, you know, men feel like if I take this girl out for a nice dinner, then I deserve to have to be kissed at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a it, it's a it's a constant bartering uh, for sex as a means of currency to get what else we want in life, like you know, emotional fulfillment or relational fulfillment. If I just 
give enough sex, then I will get what I need emotionally. Or if I, you know, give this woman what she wants, which is, you know, a gift or a nice meal or this act of service, then she owes me some sexual favor. Yeah. Um, it just really, it infuriates me, frankly, that when, when sex gets boiled down to just a transaction in any relationship, uh, it's just, it's just disgusting. Right. And, you know, I, I, that mentality as a whole is the, that mentality that approaches the, you know, I give 50% and you give 50% and together that's 100% marriage. Mm, right. And, and that's false. I give 100% whether or not you're giving even 1%. Yes, right. Th- that's the picture of the sacrificial love of Jesus. Yeah, that's what covenant that's is. That's how, exactly. And that is how the church is called to serve Jesus and how Jesus served the church. And yes. that is what our, our marriages are a metaphor for. So. It's a hundred hundred. Yes. It's not fifty. <laughs> it's not fifty fifty. That's exactly right. I, I think thirdly, another danger of this chore play mentality is that it also implies that sex is only pleasurable for the husband. Yes. Right. That that the, the 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 woman becomes this body or this object that she can exchange um, for whatever it is that she's looking for. Right. Right. Um, like if she, you know, wears the low cut shirt with enough cleavage showing, <laughs> she'll get him to take out the trash. Yes. You know? She can motivate him just by her sexuality. Right. And 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 at the heart of that, it's degrading herself yes. to being just a body. And it's it's degrading him that that, you know, he can't be a man and all of the right senses that he's just yeah, he's driven not, by right, he's his capable. sexual impulse. Yeah, he's yeah. not capable of of rational thought as long as she's using her sexual persuasion on him. Right. And that that's degrading to him and her. Uh, you're you're exactly right. Well, about and that. and within this you know original chore play mentality, her pleasure isn't even considered in the transaction. Right. I mean, it's you're not seeing the equivalent memes of. Her washing his truck and saying, "Am I gonna get get laid tonight, honey?" You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's not. Yes, it, her pleasure isn't part of this at all, yes. and so it's making it again just so focused on the husband, which is not. It, that's not what sex is all yeah. about. It misses. It entirely misses the point that that sex is something that should be pleasurable for both of them, yes. and and it should be. They should each be motivated. Uh, towards pleasing the other, mm-hmm. um, that it's not about you do uh, some chore for me and then I'll give you some sexual pleasure. Uh, it ought to be about let's uh, let's engage in this sexual relationship together so that we can both receive and give pleasure to each other. Right. So so the dangers of chore play really come at those th- that mentality that that the husband has no obligation that sex is just transactional. And that sex is only pleasurable for him. That's really the heart of it and why it can be dangerous. So I, I think those are the dangers. If, if chore play is something you want to joke about, you know, we can talk about maybe going down that road. But I think you've got to be sure that those elements mm-hmm. uh, are not part of uh, your thinking about what chore play really means. Um, we did come across one interesting study and, you know, we couldn't get through a podcast. It's been too long <laughs> since I brought in a scientific study, right? You knew it was coming. But but does chore play actually work? That is an interesting question um, that 
that has been asked by some researchers in the American Sociological Review um, in the January 2013 issue, um, there is a study published about gender role differences and sexual satisfaction mm-hmm. um, and sexual frequency. Um, one of the conclusions of that study is, um, and I quote, both husbands and wives in couples with more traditional housework arrangements report higher sexual frequency, suggesting the importance of gender display rather than marital exchange for sex between heterosexual married partners. So in other words, you know, cutting through all of the the, the big words, in, in marriages where the gender, uh, sorry, the, the um, housework was divided along gender roles um, in a more traditional way, those couples tended to have sex more frequently. Interesting. Now, I don't know what that means exactly. Well, and I, I think it, but, it hits to the heart of it's a beautiful thing when two people are living their roles. Yes. Satan is out to blur all lines to say men are women, women are men. Right. But right. really the best satisfaction happens within within God's plan. Yes. Amazing how right. that works. Right. Now, so, that, that said, does a husband, does that mean that a husband has no business doing things for his wife? I don't think that's what, the, what, what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's not even what the study says. Right. Uh, it, but it does say that at least arranging this from the idea that you have your, your roles that you need to fulfill. I have my roles that I need to fulfill. Mm-hmm. That's the basis for a relationship where there is going to be more sexual frequency and satisfaction. Right. You, you can define to a certain level what those roles look yes. like and how that plays out yes. within your home. But acting like there are no roles, I think, is where um, the study is, is showing that you right. know, couples that recognize there are roles, they're, they're just happier couples. Yeah. Now, if we can figure out, if researchers can figure out a way to measure this transactional idea, that, that I think would be very interesting. But right. anyway, I thought that was an interesting study. Maybe you don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we turn chore play into something that is fun? I hope so. I think so. I, I think... A quote transactional kind of uh, experience can certainly be fun and maybe even appropriate in if if you have a healthy and mature relationship. Yeah. And, and I guess you know here's what I mean by that. So like making a fun statement like if you do X for me, then I'll give you some sexual favor. Uh, that that can be fun if if and only if. There is a clear understanding mm-hmm. that sex and sexual favors are not dependent on the chores getting done. Right. In other words, if you would be willing to do that said sexual favor on any other Tuesday night of the week or whenever <laughs> without hesitation and without obligation. Yes. If that, if that understanding exists within your marriage, as it should, then those kind of statements can be fun. Yeah, and on the contrary, that would be a very harmful arrangement if a husband knew that the only time he would it was going to receive, you know, some sexual favor, the only time that occurred was when he did said household chore. Right. Uh, that that becomes damaging and again, that becomes a place for resentment. There's also a place for resentment if a husband is only doing chores to get sex. 
Yes. If that's the only time he helps wash the dishes is when he is trying to make a, a move sexually. Right. There's also going to be some resentment that's going to build there. Right. If if the day after you've had sex looks very different than the couple <laughs> yeah. hours before yes. you're going to have sex, that's a big red flag yes. in right. your marriage. That means that sex has become transactional. Right. Right. But I think there can be, I mean, this if then can be a place for play mm-hmm. in your marriage, which is good, right? We, oh, sh- we need to find yes. these places of connection yes. that have to do with play. And so an if-then can be fun if there's an understanding within your marriage that, that sex is always mutually pleasurable. Yes. So in other words, again, watch out for that mindset that sex is just for one spouse, yes. just for the husband. Right. But if-then can go both ways when it's always about each other's pleasure. Oh, yeah. It, it Just because there's this so, sort of quote, understood, playful, quote, transaction going on, um, you should both understand that when you have sex, that each of you should be gaining some pleasure from it. Now, that doesn't mean you both have to have a full-blown, all-the-way, swinging from the chandeliers kind of orgasm, (laughs) but it does mean that each of you should be getting emotional and physical pleasure from the experience. Right, right. And again, there's got to be an understanding that sex is Always for connection. Yes. It is not manipulation, and it is not a power play. Um, so if you have those understandings, then I think add, add in the element of play yes. here and there. Yes, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with a wife saying, hey, baby, if you can take care of that, that uh, pile of dirty dishes, I'll go get myself uh, in a sexy piece of lingerie, and we'll enjoy a clean kitchen together or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. If, if you get the dishes off the, the counter, then we'll have sex on the countertop. I mean, whatever, whatever it takes. It's a whole new level of clearing the kitchen table. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, whatever it takes. Right. Um, that, that is something that could be playful and fun. But again, it's it's got to be from the right mindset. Yeah. And I think one more way to make this, turn this into something fun would be, to consider having chore dates. You know us, we're all about date night, <laughs> but we're going to throw out this possibility of a chore date. And that's where that you mean? would tackle a big or an undesirable task together mm. and then reward yourself for your hard work by enjoying a nice dinner or something fun and doing something sexy together. Um, so, like, for example... Okay. When it's time to clean out the garage. Oh, the hated garage cleaning. I don't know about the rest of you people, but our garage seems to just dirty itself perpetually. We have cleaned out the garage more times than I can count. We've thrown away more stuff than we buy. I don't understand how this happens, but... (laughs) So when when it comes time for us to clean out the garage... We turn this into a chore date. We've never called it that, but yeah. this is kind of what we do, right? Yes. We we often will discuss the details of what where we're going to go with the garage plan and um, how much room do we need, what are we trying to rearrange, what's not working, create that vision together. Yeah, we each have our input on, you know, how much room do I need for my workshop versus, you know, how much room do we need for... Storing all of the old Christmas wedding supplies or, oh, yeah, and <laughs> decorations, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. So when we do that together, then it looks like this. Matt, Matt will build whether, what ever more shelving we need. Matt will move around all of the heavy stuff. Um, 
I usually am the one to like first of all say today's the day. <laughs> Today, <laughs> put this on your calendar. Gonna, this yes. is when this is going to happen. Um, I tend to be the one that organizes and plans the details kind of of the garage. No and, one would have guessed that. I know, right? Matt's the one that hauls away the trash to the curb. I'm the one that calls the donation center to get them to come pick up the reusable stuff. I mean, we're both working hard together. Getting dirty. We're getting dirty. Getting sweaty we're getting together. Sweaty because we always do this during the middle of Texas heat waves. Yeah. I'm not I don't sh- know why. I, we need to talk to the person who plans these things. I think. <laughs> That's true. It's because it gets to a point where I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yes. So for some reason, this has to happen today. Yeah. And then at the end of that... We like to then celebrate our hard work together, yes. right? So we're maybe going to eat dinner out or maybe even just order in Sometimes, and relax sure. in our bedroom together and hopefully have some nice, great sex afterwards. Not just nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hard work deserves hard play. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> but I, I think the point is, though, we, we tend to try to approach some of these things from an us mentality rather than a me mentality. Yeah. Uh, it's not just my job to get the garage clean. I mean, and we try to, we save this idea, the, this approach for things that we just, nobody really wants to do. Right. Nobody wants to clean the garage all by themselves. Yeah. Right. Nobody, there are some chores that just, you really don't want to do by yourself. Right. And so this could be a fun way to to turn that around, to have mm-hmm. a chore date. If if we'll do this together, hey, baby, good times are coming yeah. tonight. And we, we can work hard together, and then we can play hard together. I and everybody it. wins. All right. So chore play, yes and no. Make sure that you're adding in some fun. There right? you go. Good. <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, give us our wrap up. Here's my wrap up. Uh, there is certainly some truth in the idea that a wife will be more inclined towards sex if a husband is willing to help with the endless tasks required to effectively run a home. That said, chore play is a dangerous idea when one or both spouses begin to believe that sex is transactional or husband-focused rather than a mutually pleasurable means of further building connection together. Therefore, view sex and household chores in a way that promotes connection with humility and a servant's heart. Now it's time to grab your spouse and your Bible and head to your kitchen table to have the conversation about how you approach sex within your marriage. How can you make sure that you are viewing sex as a place of connection and pleasure for the both of you, not just a transaction to be made for the benefit of only one? Thanks as always for listening, subscribing, rating, and sharing the podcast. We thank you for all your support. Until next time, keep striving and don't settle. Thank you for listening. If you have something to add, we would invite your feedback, questions, and suggestions via our email, podcast at intimatecovenant.com. To submit anonymous questions and feedback, visit our website, intimatecovenant.com backslash podcast. Click on the button, contact the podcast for an anonymous submission form. In addition to this podcast, Intimate Covenant offers group Bible studies, private couples coaching, premarital counseling, weekend seminars, and an annual marriage retreat. We would love to continue the conversation about God's plan for intimate marriage and holy sexuality with you and your friends. If you're interested in bringing us to your church or small group, please contact us, podcast at intimatecovenant.com. 
May God continue to bless your marriage.